BG Mania, a video game music podcast for May 20th, 2020, is made possible by Level Down Games. Check us out over at leveldowngames.com for the latest reviews and brand new episodes of both BG Mania, a video game music podcast every Wednesday, and Max Level, a video game podcast every Monday. On with the show. Mania, a weekly video game music podcast brought to you by Level Down Games. I'm Brian, joined as always by Frank. Hey guys. And for the first time ever on BG Mania, joined from the Max Level Podcast and leveldowngames.com, we've got Dan with us. Streamer Dan! Streamer Dan is here. <laughs> What's going on, everybody? Glad to be here for this monumental episode. Yeah, had to had to get something going on here for the uh, 150th episode, so we're bringing you in, and uh, a little bit later in the show, we'll also have Jessica joining us. That's going to be really, really, really cool. Uh, did anybody get Coolio? Nobody got Coolio. (laughs) (laughs) Nobody got Coolio. If this is your first time stumbling upon our neck of the Lost Woods in BGM land, welcome. BG Mania is a cornucopia of extra special music that we hold dear, both from the days of our childhood through modern consoles and new releases. That's right, we focus on retro to current games, with everything included in between. What we'd like to do here at BG Mania is challenge ourselves to never play the same track more than once, except for special occasion episodes, which will always be announced in advance. So you're guaranteed to hear something new, something fresh, and something exciting each and every single week. As always, we hope you enjoyed the episode we have lined up for your listening pleasure today. Don't forget to head over to Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening to us and leave that five-star rating and a review so we continue to climb those charts in terms of search results. So, yeah, it's our 150th episode. And first of all, I'm I'm super thankful and super happy that we've been able to make it to 150 episodes of BG Mania. And if you also listen to Max Level, that show is also approaching 150 episodes. So they go hand in hand. But it's because of everybody's support that's listening, whether you're just listening and streaming the shows weekly, whether you catch our Twitch streams or catch Dan on Twitch, whether you check out our YouTube videos, go to our website, Whatever you're doing, everything that you're doing is super helpful on our end. And and we really do appreciate it. And it's because of that that we've been able to make it to 150 episodes and just live out this 
awesome musical adventure. Frank, you and I have had so much fun over the past 150 episodes. It's been about three years. It's crazy. Yeah, we're coming up on three years. We started uh, started BG Mania in July of 2017. July? Yeah, yeah wow. July of 2017. So we are closing in on, on our third anniversary and we will have a special three-year anniversary episode planned like we always do on, on July 12th. Six hours long. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. <laughs> this episode might be a little extended because we have a Jessica block later and of course because Dan is here with a couple tracks as well so we definitely have more than our normal 16 but it's going to be a really exciting episode and as we talked about at the end of last week's episode and if you missed that one go check it out where we uh, we listened to Streets of Rage 4 music and man what a great soundtrack that was absolutely we're doing games that we physically have on our shelves today like it could be just our regular shelves it could be a collector's type display shelf anything entertainment stands anywhere where we display games those are what we picked from digital games don't count steam library doesn't count it's probably a, that'll probably be an episode we do in the future because it's kind of fun but for this 150th i wanted to focus on things that we actually own and we came prepared i'm actually super excited for this lineup of music we have today because it's an incredible lineup and kicking things off was my first pick coming to us from uncharted 4 a thief's end that was cut to the chase that released on May 10th, 2016 for PS4 and was composed by Henry Jackman. Frank, I know you haven't played Uncharted 4 yet. It's the only I, one you I, haven't I, played. I, it's the only one I haven't played. I need to play yeah, it. The only one you haven't played and you definitely need to play it. But Dan, you are actually currently playing through the Uncharted series over on your uh, Twitch channel. I am. I am a few chapters into Uncharted 2. So, uh, yeah, I'm excited to get through them and I'm really excited to get to Uncharted 4. Yeah, and I'm super excited to... Uh, to watch you actually play through the Uncharted 3 and 4 experience because those are probably my favorite too. And it, yeah, it's always cool. It's it's kind of cool to go back and stream some of these older games because like when you stream newer games, sometimes, you know, not a lot of people come in because they don't want to get spoiled. So it's kind of nice to stream these older games and have people come in and be like, oh yeah, I remember this or kind of help me out sometimes because sometimes I get stuck. So it's kind of nice to have somebody in stream help me out. Absolutely. Uh, Henry Jackman is, is interesting because he didn't do too many things in in video games uh uncharted 4 thief's end uncharted the lost legacy just cause 3 disney infinity 2.0 and some he did mc kids in 1992 on the commodore 64 uh, version oh, wow <laughs> holy is smokes. he australian uh is he australian he, no he's from england oh so his brother's not hugh okay no but he did uh he did compose the music for x-men first class oh there you go there's your hugh jackman's high end <laughs> Dude, he's got a stellar lineup of stuff he's composed in terms of films. Captain America, The Winter Soldier, Big Hero 6, uh, Pixels, Captain America, Civil War, Kong, Jack Reacher, the newest Jumanji, uh, Ralph, like the Wreck-It Ralph series. He's still going strong, man. Winnie the Pooh back in 2011 doing uh, Cherry this year. I don't know what Cherry is. It's an upcoming American crime drama. Interesting. Yeah, uh, it stars Tom Holland and uh, Bill Skarsgård. So that's kind of cool. <laughs> but I love the music to Uncharted 4. It's so cinematic. It's so theatrical. And it really does take you on this like lost adventure type of journey. It's really cool. That's some good stuff, man. And I'm going to top you right now. I'm, I'm going to okay. hit you with I'm, I'm going to hit you with some some greatness right here. OK, from a game that I just don't like, but it's on my shelf. <laughs> <laughs> what? Uh, the track is called Mio and this is from Bound by Flame. Fado, 
was Mio from Bound by Flame, which came out May 9th, 2014, composed by Olivier de Rivier, who uh, we did the whole episode Streets of Rage 4 last week. Check that out. Uh, he was the main composer of that. Nice tie back. <laughs> <laughs> it's, one of my, it's one of my hooks, Brian. You know that. Uh, I actually yeah, you, the, you always <laughs> try to do that. That and bad transitions. Hello. I'm, try- I'm trying to stop those. Uh, so the uh, the singer on this one was Iri Zakova, who's a Bulgarian singer. I actually speak a little Bulgarian myself. Oh, of course you do. Of course um, you do. Oh, Rusev Patria <laughs> and Rusev Matska. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> so, Dan, I don't know if you know this, but Frank technically speaks every language known to man. <laughs> I, I guess so. I guess he's, he's the Rosetta Stone of podcasts. He, he's fluent in Dothraki and, uh, the, I don't know, some, some uh, language Minnesota, from... It is known. Bound by Flame, I was really excited for this game when it was announced. And then it was honestly one of my first, like, games that I got on PS4. It came out, what was it, May 9th, 2014? And PS3 was just the previous holiday season, November of 2013. So this is in like that initial launch window. I got this and Knack. (laughs) You didn't get your PS4 right away? No. Oh, that sucks. Uh, I'm sorry, this was one of your launch titles. I'm I'm, I'm sorry, this was one of your launch titles. But uh, yeah, it it came out in in that launch window. And I was super excited for, for this like fantasy action RPG type of a thing. But then the game just really, really was bad. Like, it, it wasn't fun. It had a great soundtrack. You know, Olivier de Rivière, incredible. But the game just, ugh, it was not good. Do you play this one, Dan? I have, no, I, I did not play it at all. Yeah, I, I don't but recommend going back and checking it out. So. I recognize skipping it. <laughs> Sitting at a, a 57 on Metacritic right now. Ooh. or uh, the, the PS4 version's at a 53, so. That's... Yeah, it's, it's not good. <laughs> But uh, let's let's jump to my next pick. And I, I don't really know. I don't have any of these in order. You know what? We're going to go to a Nintendo Switch title. What? Something that I've played a couple tracks from, maybe one or two, from Astral Chain. This is Savior.
was Savior from Astral Chain, which came out on the Nintendo Switch August 30th, 2019, and was composed by Satoshi Igarashi. We played a couple tracks from Astral Chain, man, and this soundtrack is totally freaking rocking. Like, it's so much fun. Might have to check the game out. I've never played it. Dude, it's it's so good, too. It's it's like, it's first of all, it's Platinum Games, and oh, I okay. love Platinum. So we're, we're talking Bayonetta, we're talking Devil May Cry, Nier Automata, you know, I mean, the wonderful 101, the, the game that we just talked about on Max Level. Uh, they make such amazing games, and they did a great job with this. I, I, I think you would have some some fun out of this one. Yeah, I just I just added it to my list of games to play. Nice, your list is getting kind of extensive. It's starting <laughs> to get extensive. I, you know, I didn't have a backlog because I haven't had time to play games over the last few years. You want to look at my list while you're at it? <laughs> yeah, Frank, yeah, Frank, Frank, we just were talking about on max level. We don't even know what your game challenge number is at right now because I don't know if you finished a game in the past two months. <laughs> Last I'm week so you were at four. On, I'm so close on so many games. Yeah. Did you finish Streets of Rage? No. I am oh, not. I Streets of Rage before you did? What? Come on. <laughs> I'm, I'm, t- I'm t- 10 levels in on a 12 level game, so I'm close. Yeah, you're close. Yeah. This, this is pretty rocking, man. This is some good yeah. stuff. Yeah. Yeah, it's fun, right? It's super fun. And uh, do you, uh, I'm sure, Frank, you probably have something rocking, right? Of course, I gotta bring the ruckus. Uh, <laughs> from Deadpool, the video game, this is the main menu.
and that masterpiece was the main menu from Deadpool, which came out June 25th, 2013. The composer of this one, I'm excited, Julian Soul. Yes, the brother of Jeremy. I did it. I got it on the episode. <laughs> Somehow found a way to get him in there. Yeah. Uh, That's pretty rocking, though, man. Yeah, I liked it, man. The whole soundtrack is actually pretty good. It's a good game, too. I don't know if you played the Deadpool game. I had it for PS3. I have played Deadpool. It is fun. I had it on uh, 360. I actually took off of work when this game came out, and I, this is one of the times where I was a good boy, and I powered through an entire game. <laughs> It's uh, it's funny because Dan, you're the, like as soon as it started, you're like, man, if I was like, this should be like a, a WWE theme or something. Yes. And then looking at the uh, the top comment on YouTube, if I were a wrestler, this would be my song. Oh, no way, yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> that's exactly what it feels like, man. It feels like I should be coming out of the curtains. Just yeah, yeah. It, it's super rocking though, and it's it is fun, man. Deadpool. It, first of all, great movies, but it also it really was a fun, like exciting game. Did you play Deadpool, Dan? I have not, no. Well, we're finding out the theme that Dan doesn't play many games. Uh, well, yeah. <laughs> At least not since pre-me streaming on Twitch. I know. <laughs> I honestly, if you go for a PS3, there, there, I, I highly recommend it. I don't have a PS3, no. I got rid of that. Uh... I think I got rid of it right after I got my PS4. Yeah, I still have mine hooked up. I still have my PS3 hooked up. I still have my 360 hooked up, too. My 360's over in the corner, but we keep it and break it every once in a while because uh, we have guitar, like all the Guitar Heroes and all the DLC and all that oh, stuff. Yeah. So, yeah, we Frank's, break that Frank's stuff still, out. Frank still has stuff, too, right? You still yeah. have the entire library for Rock Band, right? Yeah, but that game can go burn in hell with the rest of the 360 stuff because Microsoft <laughs> broke my heart. <laughs> Uh, All right, Dan, you've never been on BG Mania before. So I have not. Welcome, first of all. But let's get you uh, broken in with a pick from one of your favorite games, right? Yeah, this is my favorite game of all time from my favorite system of all time. Uh, it is uh, a theme song from Earthbound. Uh, it's uh, Saturn Valley. It's actually titled Hi, Hi, Hi. Uh, let's see. This game came out. Uh, it came out in Japan in '94 and North America in June of '95. Uh, and the composers are <laughs> Kichi Suzuki and Hiro Katsu Tanaka. Close enough. <laughs> sure. There we go. Nailed it. Kai Nailed Kai it. Kichi Suzuki and Hiro Katsu Hip Tanaka. Uh, there we go. Yeah. Let's uh, let's take a listen to "Hi Hi Hi" from Earthbound. <laughs> Thank you. 
And that was High 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 Saturn Valley from Earthbound. That's a total Frank pick. <laughs> You're absolutely right. Now that you say it, I can totally see Frank. Because uh, you, you listen to BG Mania weekly, and, and you definitely know the kind of stuff that Frank tends to lean towards when when he picks his silly tracks. <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. Being a former member of the Dark Carnival, I love these kinds of things. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> Dan, were you an ICP? Uh, believe it or not, my dad was in ICP. Really? Yeah, I was not. I I liked them. I mean, I, I had a lot of their their albums. But uh, do you just remember how big it was at our oh, school? Oh yeah, you you, are, you you know my cousin Donna, right? Yeah, she was huge ICP, huge. Yeah. So anytime I, mean, I went dude, over there, so she was many, always listening. So yeah. many of the kids we used to hang out with in, yeah. in high school were like Brett. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I was going to say Jeremy. Jeremy was into it. Jeremy, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, it was, what, it was what big was in the, our school. What was the uh, the soda? Was it Fago? Fago. Yep. Yeah, 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 yeah. Frank, I still have still a bottle of Moon Mist. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, I have, I have, I have a bottle in my, in my closet. That's disgusting. Hold on, so they, do they, they still make Fago? Yeah, but it's like in the Midwest. Like we're okay, so it's hard like, to get. Like, we're, we're all, but only idiots like Ohio. Will anyway. Like Ohio. Right? Ah, true. Yeah, I guess you probably get <laughs> it. <enough. laughs> Oh, man. We've played a couple tracks from Earthbound before, but man, we haven't really played a lot. And you were kind of surprised by that. And you're like, I'm sure you played everything, but that's what I thought. Yeah. Yeah. I thought I'd have a hard time trying that to find one fir- you guys have That was the first thing played. I said. <laughs> first thing I said was, you're never, you're never going to get a track from Earthbound out of this. It was, uh, yeah. And, and Frank, I'm surprised you didn't know. Yeah, we haven't played a lot of Earthbound stuff, so it's really cool getting to hear some more Earthbound. And man, it's exciting because of last week's Nintendo announcement of Paper Mario, the Origami King. I'm still hoping for that uh, stealth uh, announcement of Mother 3 is yeah. done and localized. Uh, I'm trying not to get my hopes up. I'm trying not to, but yeah. Oh man, though, I, I can't wait if it does happen. That's so. it's, it's good. It's going to be on the orange box too. Don't you worry. <laughs> but but since you played an SNES track, I'm also going to play an SNES track. Oh, nice. There's not that many Super Nintendo games that I actually have on my display shelf, but I do have a couple. And one of them, Frank, is The Simpsons Bart's Nightmare. Oh, man. Yes. And Jessica and I have been binge watching The Simpsons on Disney Plus over the past month. We're up to season 25, so we're almost done. Holy crap. So I figured I'd play a track from it. So from The Simpsons Bart's Nightmare, the only track I ever heard in this game because I was so bad at it. This is Dream Street.
And that was Dream Street from The Simpsons, Bart's Nightmare, which came out on the Super Nintendo, the version I did play sometime in September of 1992. It would release on the uh, Sega Genesis the next year in August of 1993. And that was composed by Mark Gannis and Kingsley Thurber. I never got past this level as a kid. <laughs> this is the only track I ever heard <laughs> in this game. This is the title screen. But Dan, you reminded me of uh, Virtual Bart while we were listening to this track. And I have so many more memories of Virtual Bart. I can't believe I forgot about that one. Now, I don't own that, so I couldn't have picked it today. True. But Virtual Bart was a a much better game, in my opinion, because I had more fun with it. <laughs> it was a lot of fun, but I, I don't think I ever beat it. I just remember playing the motorcycle level and the dinosaur level. Dude, it was so cool. And then what, well, so you had cool. to be, you were baby Bart and you had to like walk on fences and like use your diaper as a parachute. Yeah, like, it was yeah. so it was so cool because like it was set in that like virtual setting. Yeah. But, uh, Bart's Nightmare was a fucking, it was such a hard game. And I know I swore there, but it was such a hard game that, uh, man, I, I was so frustrated with this game at times. Frank, did you ever beat this one? Literally the only video game I ever returned to Fungoland. Wow. Okay. <laughs> It's got a uh, it, the review scores the the two that are listed on uh, on Wikipedia they're so drastic. Mega gave it a thirty five percent, and then Superplay gave it a ninety one percent. What? <laughs> the complete the freaking here, opposite 91. end of the spectrum, right? <laughs> I don't know what's going on. It's definitely not a ninety one percent though. Uh, but it it did have some fun like instrumentation used there. You could hear the remix of the Simpsons main theme, and like I said, Jessica and I have been binge watching the Simpsons. So it's kind of why I gravitated towards something that had that main theme in it. I'm actually glad you're watching The Simpsons. It's this way I can start throwing my references out, not looking like a complete and total idiot. Yeah, this and honestly, you know what? I've seen so many episodes of The Simpsons, but I've never watched them in sequential order. So this is the first time I've actually watched it from start to soon to be finish. It was one of my favorite shows growing up as a kid. I had a bunch of Bart Simpson stuff in my room. I just kind of got out of it, but their games were always fun. Yeah. I always, I always had fun with the games. To this day, I've been chasing down my childhood Bart Simpson poster. I still have yet to find it online, but I will. Man, there's so many posters I had as a kid. If I could find them again, I probably would. Yeah, you and me both. <laughs> That'd be cool to like recreate a room like that. That'd be fun. I could go, I want if that, I could go I want back. My, and, I want my old Hulkamania poster. I need that too. If I could go back in time, I'd buy two copies of Earthbound, open one, keep one sealed. That thing's going for like a shit ton of money online on eBay. If I could turn back time. I know. <laughs> Yeah, I would, if I could turn back time, i play the lottery. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Frank, what do you got next? Um, so I decided to go to a game that I did not pick up on day one because I'm an idiot. So I picked up Dante's Inferno. Uh, the same story we've heard many times on the podcast. It's so you know that I'm telling you the truth. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> from Bioshock 2, this is Chasing Shadows.
And that was Chasing Shadows from Bioshock 2, which came out February 9th, 2010, composed by Gary Scheiman, who is also famous for writing the music for Magnum P.I. and the A-Team. Yeah, yeah. We've talked about him a couple times, obviously, because we played some stuff from uh, from Bioshock 2, but I feel like we've played a couple other things from him as well. So specifically, maybe I I Destroy a, All a, Humans. A, a new fact out there, I figure. I just, you know. Yeah, I think Destroy All Humans, I think we've played from him because I know he did that one, too. So. But yeah, I, I like some Bioshock 2. They should remake that one. Well, I know it's coming out as uh, a collection soon, I think. Maybe. I think I remember seeing something about that. But uh, remember getting Dante's Inferno on the same day, Frank? <laughs> Uh, I also got a sweet action figure out of that, okay? so uh, Well, I just figured I'd tell the story for you because you always say the same things over and over and over again. <laughs> I'm an old man and I forget, okay? I know, man. You need to... You're coming up on your retirement age soon. I wish. I fucking wish. <laughs> you and me both. <laughs> I like how that track was very peaceful, very calming. You know, just it's it's it fit Bioshock 2 very well with that style that they tried to do with some of the music in the soundtrack. Yeah, very much like Fallout or. Yeah, absolutely. Shocker here. Style. I've never played a Bioshock game. I wouldn't wouldn't be <laughs> surprised. If, <laughs> but you should. You I absolutely should. These Add games are the incredible, list. dude. Bioshock 1, 2 and would Infinite you, are some great would games. Would you kindly play Bioshock 1? <laughs> what, uh, what did I come out? Bioshock 1, 2013? Yeah. No, Bioshock, Bioshock 2 was 2010, as you just said. <laughs> But uh, Bioshock 1 was 2007, and then Infinite was 2013, 2012, maybe? Yeah, time doesn't mean anything anymore with the quarantine. 2013, 2013 was Bioshock Infinite, so uh, we haven't had anything since then either, and kind of surprising. Now, there are rumors that what, 2K well, has a new studio. Infinite. Well, true, but there are rumors that uh, uh, 2K does have a new studio working on another Bioshock game now, so uh, hopefully we Why will get Bioshock something. Watch it be Bioshock Immortal. That'd be fine, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe Mick Gordon, that's what he's doing next. <laughs> now that he can't work on Doom anymore, he's going to go to Bioshock. I don't know. But uh, you think you break my heart. No, I know. Let's jump to a PS3 game. And there aren't too many PlayStation 3 games that I have, but I still have a couple. And I do have the combination pack of White Knight Chronicles 1 and 2. So I'm going to get some level 5 goodness on the show today. From White Knight Chronicles 1, this is The Travelers.
And that was The Travelers from White Knight Chronicles. Came out on the PlayStation 3 here in North America, February 2nd, 2010. That was composed by the soundtrack, Takeshi Inoue, Yumiko Hazizumi, Nori, and then the last one, oh man, Noriyasu. Noriyasu Agamatsu were the, <laughs> were the main composers on White Knight Chronicles. But that particular track was composed by Noriyasu Yamagatsu, and lyrics were written by Akihiro Hino, and it was performed by Kazuko, K-A-Z-C-O. Uh, looks like her full name is Kazuko Hamano. She's a Japanese singer, and uh, she has a great voice. I like that track. Oh, Frank, she that does... Was, uh, uh, Kairu Utada? She, she performs with uh, the Black Mages sometimes. Really? Or used to. Yeah, she used to perform with them. All right, she just she just bumped up a little bit of my respect book. Yeah, obviously, you know, the Black Mages are are no longer a rat, well, a band, but they had a track called uh, Otherworld that she used to do with them. So pretty cool. We'll still Black Mages episode. <laughs> we, sh- we, we should one day. It'd be kind of fun. Uh, I wish level five or uh, man, Sony actually published this. So this this also goes into my, you know, please for a Dark Cloud three eventually. But I wish that Sony would just authorize like them to remaster, you know, Dark Cloud 1 and 2, White Knight Chronicles 1 and 2, because Level 5 made some amazing, amazing JRPGs on the PS2 and PS3, and I'd love to play through those games again, like, with just updated textures and on modern platforms. I think that'd be so much fun. Dan, I know you don't know anything about JRPGs, so... <laughs> yeah, I know nothing. That is not my expertise. <laughs> Great track, though, man. I love the Japanese vocals as well. I wish I knew what some of uh, some of the stuff she was saying, but maybe I'll uh, reach out to Kyle and get it translated. <laughs> he can sing it to you. Uh, it translated. Ooh, that'd there be you go. Beautiful. Kyle. Yeah. She was she was like five star review on Amazon. I'm going to get Kyle to sing that on max level next week. If he's on the show, if he's not on the show, then we missed out. Anyway, Frank. You're up again. All right. Well, then let's just rock your socks off then. Um, from Mortal Kombat 11, this is yes. the tournament theme.
and that was the tournament theme from Mortal Kombat 11, which came out April 23rd, 2019, composed by Wilbert Roger II. Jack Rougeau? It's R-O-G-E-T. The Mountie? Uh, he... Oh, yeah. So he always gets his, he always gets his he man. he always gets his man. <laughs> he also composed the music for uh, the Oculus game Vader Immortal. Uh, okay. Call of, Duty, Call of Duty World War II. Shout out wow, to Stream Dan. Dan. Oh, he's here. Hey, um, yeah. <laughs> Bad Call of Duty games. <laughs> he was inspired by the musics of Nobu Amatsu, Hitoshi Sakamoto, and uh, Yoko Kano. Oh, nice. Very cool. Very cool. Uh, I, I love how that had the... Uh, I like this game. Well, the game was good, but I love how it had that, like, you know, traditional movie soundtrack Mortal Kombat sound to it, because... That's, that's literally part of this. Yeah, it's not from the games, but they, they took that and brought it into the games, and it's so freaking cool hearing it mixed in to the tournament theme. It's like, actually it's a not full on, dun, 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 but it, it's close. <laughs> it's damn yeah, close. It's very close. <laughs> Notice... It, in fact, it's legitimately a mashup of the movie and the Mortal Kombat 11 actual theme. That's awesome. That's really, really cool. Dan, you actually uh, have this on your shelf as well, Mortal Kombat 11. I do. I need to uh, dust it off and play a little bit more of it. I only got into it just a little bit, so. You should stream it with you going against Frank, so that way Frank can get humbled and you can destroy him. <laughs> yeah, right. I would murder you to death. <laughs> He'll make you look bad on stream. That's yeah, good. we can't. We can't do that. <laughs> we should play some. Uh, too bad. Uh, too bad there wasn't a way we could play Mortal Kombat three on stream. Dude, that'd be fun. That'd that be would super be, fun. Yeah. If they could figure that out, that'd be great. We also gotta. Uh, we also gotta get you in on some Dead by Daylight with us. We I gotta know, get you streaming man. That, I've been man. slacking. I know. I've been slacking. This freaking Call of Duty. Now you want to see somebody suck at a video game? You get me. You get me in on some Dead by Daylight. I looked, and you've still only played. Yeah. Yeah, 22 I did, minutes I did the of tutorial. the game. I did the Sean, did the Sean test. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently it didn't pass because you haven't gone back. <laughs> I, I need to. I, I need to. If you're looking for a new all-purpose gaming-related podcast to listen to, look no further than the Max Level Podcast. Every Monday morning, four friends have a breakfast powwow about the hottest topics in gaming that week while discussing the games they've been spending time with over the past seven days. Featuring Brian, Sean, Kyle, and Dan from leveldowngames.com, there's never a down moment when it comes to pertinent information or laugh-out-loud moments. They'll break down upcoming games, hidden gems, and encourage listener participation through guessing games and questions. Find the Max Level Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, and anywhere else you consume your daily podcasts. All right, well, we got something fun for the 150th episode. Jessica is about to come into the studio, and she has a block of music for us. So we're going to chat with her for a little bit, and then I'll be back with Frank and Dan after that. All right, and I have Jessica now in here with me. Hi, guys. Unfortunately, uh, Frank and Dan are not on this section, not in this, this section. Sorry, it's late as we do this. It's actually the uh, the night that we're putting the show together for the morning. But, Jessica, you actually have three tracks coming up for us here. And the first one we're going to take a listen to before we talk to you is from the recently, well, I guess it was the special edition was recently released of Rune Factory 4, but this is was in the original game as well. Actually, the soundtrack for the two are the exact same because it's the exact same game, just with I thought they DLC. Had, I thought they had like tracks for the DLC, like the, the newlywed. 
But that's music. a whole different section. It's not the actual game itself. Gotcha. It's like a whole nother DLC type of it that's not actually part of the original game. Okay. So even though it's from the original game, it's actually the same soundtrack for both of them. All right. Well, before we chat about the uh, the track, let's take a listen to Diary from Rune Factory 4. Diary from Rune Factory 4, which released here in North America on Nintendo 3DS October 1st, 2013, as we were talking about there before the track. The uh, special edition did come out on Nintendo Switch February 25th of this year. Uh, Kind of a sleepy track. Um, It's kind of the point of it. Um, One thing that like most Rune Factory games are about is usually before you go to bed, you're supposed to save the night before. Um, it's as kind of like writing a diary to really like, you know, to relay that day, blah, blah, blah. I wanted to figure out a track that I could play for you guys because the theme of it is, you know, games on my shelf. So I wanted to kind of pick songs from games that I personally am always going to keep on my shelf. Honestly, Rune Factory 4 is a great game. Soundtrack's not as strong, though, so that's why I'm kind of limited on the ones that I have played um, and to what I could pick now. But again, I just wanted to honor it because, again, it's a game that will always be on my shelf. It's a nice slow track, too. Definitely has that lullaby, uh, like I said, sleepy feel to it, as, as you said it should, because you're saving at the end of each day. So Yes, very peaceful. Yeah, super peaceful. <laughs> uh, and I think we're going to stay on the uh, not necessarily peaceful train, but slower train. But we have a good one coming up here. It's from Red Dead Redemption 2. Before we chat about this one, let's take a listen to Abigail's Rescue Theme.
And that was Abigail's Rescue Theme from Red Dead Redemption 2, which did come out on PS4 and Xbox One October 26, 2018. Uh, the PC version came out the actually just the end of last year, November 5th, 2019, two weeks before Sean's favorite, the uh, Google Stadia version. Looks like a <laughs> Lego Lego game, but uh, November 19th, 2019. And uh, that was composed by Woody Jackson. I, I did forget to say Rune Factory 4. We have talked about it before, but that was composed by Tomoko Morita. Uh, Frank always makes the dumb joke about Mr. Marita's daughter, so uh, he's not here to make that joke, so I'll mention it. But, <laughs> so uh, sweet of you. <laughs> he feels honored. <laughs> uh, Abigail's rescue theme, though, it's it's slower, but it has that, as most of Red Dead Redemption 2's music does, that old Western style feel to it. I purposely picked this song, one, because the two best songs in this entire game we've already played. Absolutely. Um, and obviously I can't play those again because one of our things is not playing the same track more than once except for special occasion episodes. That's right. Um, <laughs> so the reason why I picked this song though especially was because this is the, this is the part where the game kind of goes like oh shit, shit's about to go down. Um, this is when it starts to really take that turn in the game and where you're starting to realize Arthur... I don't want to give out things, but, you know. He's sick. Arthur is sick. He's kind of doing that last battle because at this point he knows there's no going back. Sad things happen to certain animals that I was still upset about to this day. That's not this um, track, though. No, no, no. But what I'm saying is this is what's leading up to that. You know, obviously okay. you don't know it at that point. I was going to say, you're skipping well, kind of far ahead there after this track. <laughs> well, if you were to listen to what I just said, it was this is the beginning of it. This right. is where, again, shit hits the fan. This is where that downturn, you know, this is the end of Arthur, essentially. Um, and it's just it's such a powerful part of the game because again it's where everything kind of just takes place to then make Red Dead Redemption the original one where he's then avenging the death of Arthur so that's why I picked this track it's a great game it will always be on my shelf I've you know completely finished this game completely and I still miss it to this day so <laughs> <laughs> I would really like if they remake the original one because I would like to play it because I've never actually done that one it'd be cool if they it, did it do would that. be yeah, nice it'd though be cool. but, it would be and uh, remember to go uh uh, go download Grand Theft Auto 5. It's still free for uh, two more days on the uh, Epic Game Store. <laughs> Hopefully uh, we'll get that announcement for GTA 6 sometime in the next six years. Uh, <laughs> but we're going to jump to your last track here, which is definitely a more upbeat and fun one from Persona 4. Let's take a listen to Reach Out to the Truth, otherwise known as the First Battle. <laughs> Nobody's like you, it's their life Talk to get it right 
And that was Reach Out to the Truth, otherwise known as the first battle from Persona 4 that did come out on December 9th, 2008 here in North America on the PlayStation 2. Sorry, our cat is trying to get up here on Jessica's lap. Uh, the version that her and I played, Persona 4 Golden, released on the PlayStation Vita November 20th, 2012. And it was composed as everything or most things from Atlas, Shoji Megaro. Uh, this is a really fun track. I like this one a lot. This is a great track. It's not my favorite Persona 4 track, but the reason why, and I kind of want to backtrack here, the reason why I originally picked this one is because Persona 4 Golden is actually my favorite Persona game. Um, Persona 5 definitely took the spot for me. (laughs) And I do want to mention, I have played 3, 4, and 5, whereas Brian has not. He's only played 4 and 5. I played a little bit of 3. A little bit of 3. Now, granted, he's playing 5 again, and I'm not, but... um, (laughs) That's because I'm playing the Royal version, though. Exactly. But the reason why I personally Persona 4 more was because if you noticed, a lot of the songs are a lot more upbeat and happy and the color scheme of it with a lot of those yellows in there and especially like Chie with her colors being more of that, you know, green and yellow look and just their characters and their bubbliness even though it has dark parts in that game, it's definitely the happiest and the lightest of the series. Um, you know, obviously Persona 3, a whole part of it is I guess that is true, yeah. Yeah, I mean Persona 3 is, you know, you, you live in this school building with all these people but the main part of persona and how you get that persona is you technically shoot yourself in the head to then have that persona come out of you persona five you rip a mask off your face and then you at that point acknowledge your persona and then you get you know from that point um you know the only thing with persona four is obviously you do learn what your persona is but in that process is one of the main things is you just you jump into tvs um you know i feel like just with everyday life being heavy and stuff I personally just felt the happiest and I love the characters the most out of Persona 4 so that's why I personally chose this song because this is also a great song to kind of battle to because it's such an upbeat happy song that you almost don't want to finish the battle because it is such a great song and it is the first one that you hear like the first major battle that's why it is called the first battle as well so but i mean what better song to grab no, your attention absolutely. and make you want to keep fighting because you're like holy crap if this is the first battle song yeah i'm excited to see what's next and the, the rest of the battle music in persona 4 definitely uh stays strong as well so it's definitely a fantastic you know soundtrack oh we played through. a lot of tracks from persona 4 yeah oh yeah i mean with persona 5 they're such yeah, great really soundtracks cool. and you know kind of when i listen to you know dongman rampa and that kind of thing is which we played a track from dang and Ro- actually uh, and actually, we might not have played it yet. I, we've already played it because we recorded the other section earlier. You and I are inserting this into the uh, show a little bit later. But uh, yeah, we do have a dang and romp a track on this episode. <laughs> yeah, but like a nice thing about those songs is, you know, because I've played all of those as well, is they have such distinct sounds and, you know, voices and that kind of thing where you can just hear it and be like, that's a Persona 5 song. That's a Persona 4 song. That's a Dungeon and Rampa song. Because it just has that certain tune that you just acknowledge with that kind of thing. Same as, you know, certain classical songs, that kind of thing. You can just kind of know what game that came from. So yeah. Persona 4, again, will never leave my shelf, no matter how much Brian tries to persuade me to sell it. I've never asked. I've... <laughs> he has for my Green Factory for because believe it or not, that game is still worth money. And you want to know why? Because it's a great game. <laughs> Alright, well, we're going uh, to kick back over to myself, Frank, and Dan from their earlier recording, but uh, it was nice having 
having you in the 150th episode here with a, a special block of, of your picks. So. Thanks for having me, even though I pretty much forced this on you. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just wasn't considering it, but then you brought it up, and it was a good idea. So It is, because I'm a, a big part of Love Down Games. I'm just more behind the scenes here, so I appreciate you having me on here, and Frank, keep up the good work. I don't care what Brian says about you. You're all right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I am back with Frank and Dan, and thanks again to Jessica for all of that awesome music. But now we're going to jump to my pick, and it wouldn't be a celebratory episode for us without what genre, or not even genre, what franchise, Frank? This is Luffy 2, Rise of the Sinestrals. No. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) From World of Warcraft Cataclysm, this is Eye of the Vortex. And that was Eye of the Vortex from World of Warcraft Cataclysm, which came out December 7th, 2010. And I've got several composers, unfortunately, because this track wasn't included on the official soundtrack. It's just a track that's that was part of one of the patches that came out for the expansion. I don't exactly know who composed it, but the composers on Cataclysm were Russell Brower, Derek Duke, Glenn Stafford, David Arkenstone and Neil Acree. And I think Jason Hayes also did a few things as well. So. 
So most of the uh, heavy hitters from Blizzard were all involved in some way, shape or form on World of Warcraft Cataclysm. And we haven't played too much stuff from Cataclysm yet, that particular expansion. It is something that I'm waiting to get to in terms of like doing a complete episode on because I have so many fond memories of Cataclysm. I know the expansion is kind of like murder and controversy with the whole, you know, world being redone. But just the guild that I was with and the friends that I had playing at the time, it just made it so much fun for me. But man, what an amazing track that was. Just it, it just has that like cinematic epic feel, just kind of like we heard earlier with the Uncharted 4 track. And it, it really has so much going on there. It, it's a great piece of music. Yeah, I say we put a moratorium on playing songs from World of Warcraft for the next six months. No, we got to get more Warcraft in here, man. I tried, Actually, I, I, think, I think we're going to have an episode on uh, the Burning Crusade coming up relatively soon. So <laughs> because the uh, I, I assume Blizzard's going to be announcing that they're going to be doing the Bl- Burning Crusade classic relatively soon. So we're going to have an episode on that in the future. Yeah, we're fine without it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so my next track is going to be from uh, Dying Light, and this is called Runaway. was Runaway from Dying Light, which came out January 28th, 2015. Uh, composed, oh, I'm going to butcher this one. This is not even Japanese. Uh, <laughs> Pavel Blasiak. I was going to say they're from Poland or something, I think. 
Techland? Um, trying, to, trying to think where they're from. Uh, yeah. Also the composer, the composer of Dead Island, the Call of Juarez trilogy, and something called The Witcher. Hmm, well, I don't know about that one. You're supposed to throw a coin to him, I know that. <laughs> Let's see here. Techland is from... They are from Poland, yeah. They're from Poland, so... There you go. That, that would make sense, because uh, CD Projekt Red is also over there, which, uh, if they're using the same type composer, would make sense. <laughs> Frank, we were talking about it while uh, while listening to the track, but I really, really hope Dying Light 2 actually comes out someday. <laughs> it's never happening. I really want it to, though, man. Like... It's been delayed so many times, but Dying Light, uh, as I was talking to Dan here a little bit, but it really is one of the more unique zombie games that ever did come out and probably one of the more unique, exciting, fun games on this console generation. Dying Light was great back when it came out. I like Dying Light. Uh, in fact, I think we should combine it with another game that's not going to come out with Scalebound and we can have zombie dragons. Just like Game oh, of Thrones. Zombie dragons. Zombie what dragons. Die. I mean, we can't go like dying bound scale light. The 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 the, uh, the mashup doesn't work quite well, but <laughs> the concept sounds pretty damn cool. <laughs> it really Make does it happen, have guys. that like uh, tense feeling to the music, though, like as it should. I mean, Dying Light is a parkour running game in the style of Mirror's Edge where you're trying to avoid a zombie apocalypse. So the music should be tense and it should be, you know, I, I don't know, suspenseful. And, and it really does kind of come across that way. This game actually got me to try doing some parkour. And yeah, I'm not a parkour guy. Well, I mean, come on, just look at you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Brian? Brian? Audio podcast. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Reminds me of like uh, Frank's like Michael Scott trying to parkour on the office, rolling over a couch. <laughs> All right. I'm going to jump to a PlayStation Vita game. Oh, man. I got a couple of those on the shelf still. I wasn't sure if Jessica was going to pick this one. Uh, I'm glad she didn't. So I'm, I'm go ahead and get this one in here from Danganronpa V3 Killing Harmony. The name of this track is Good Burning. <laughs> Adventure. Showtime. 
And that was Good Baroning from Danganronpa V3 Killing Harmony. Came out on the PlayStation Vita September 26, 2017, the same day it released on the PlayStation 4. And that was composed by Masafumi Takada, someone that we've talked about several times on the show before. Uh, he's, he's done some some great things. Uh, Frank, I remember specifically when you picked uh, God Hand. So he's done that, and he's done, like I said, so many things we played on the show is, has been from Mustafumi Takata. He's a great freaking composer, and uh, I, I'm excited to see what he does next. So, But I love how like quirky and different this track actually is. And these are those uh, mock trial games where you're trying to find the killer? Yeah, yeah, the ones that star Monokuma, the little killer bear. Uh, Jessica actually painted uh, Monokuma for me, and I have it hanging on the wall here in the studio. Uh, we, we love the Danganronpa games. They're so much fun. They're, they're kind of like a mix between like a visual novel, a choose-your-own-adventure-style game, a murder-mystery game. They're so much fun. They're, they're really fun to play. And they have great soundtracks, of course. Masafumi Takata, so why wouldn't it, so... Dan, you got to you got to check out some of these games. I got I got a pick from a game coming up that I'm excited to talk about because you really need to play it. Okay, <laughs> we're going to get there in a little bit. But you you really do try to need to play some of these like uh, adventure style visual novel games and see if you uh, you get into those. At Don't all. do it. Don't do it. Frank, you've <laughs> played some hot topo boyfriend and kind of things like that. Yeah, it was horrible. It was terrible. I just did it for the experience. Don't do it. No, you loved it. Don't even lie. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you have the expansion. <laughs> that, that, that bird boy broke my heart. <laughs> oh, man. Frank, I'm excited for your next pick, though. We uh, we get to go back to some retro goodness here. Yeah, well, you, well, you, still, you broke my heart talking about how tough a boyfriend. You're a cold-hearted snake, man. Yeah. Oh, damn it. I did it again. For Mega Man 3, transition. it's Snake Man. <laughs> yep.
was Snake Man from Mega Man 3, which came out November of 1990, composed by Harumi Fujita, uh, who also did some music for Streets of Rage 4. Call back to our last episode again. Holla holla. Yeah. And uh, Yasuaki Fujita, also known as Bun Bun. Yeah, Bun Bun. We've talked about him uh, several times. Yeah. And yeah. now they're not related, right? Are no. they? Nope. Not at all. No, I, I double checked and triple checked on this one. Not related, not married, but they are male and, male and uh, female. Okay. Uh, Harumi Fujita is actually more uh, more popular uh, doing all the uh, Streets of Rage games and such. Yeah, and she also did uh, like Gargoyles Quest with Yoko Shimomori. I remember we talked about that before on the show. Um, man, they, Ghost and uh, Goblins. She, she did some great stuff. Yeah, yeah, Harumi Fujita did some great stuff back in the day. Chip and Dale Rescue Rangers, come on! Chip, 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 chip and Dale. Chip, chip, chip and Dale. Dude, what a great freaking theme song that had. Oh my god. I loved like Rescue Rangers and so many they other need to shows bring back, back in the day. Uh, bring back the I Disney know, man. I know they had so many good shows, <laughs> and it just reminds me of like that uh, collection that came out a couple years ago, the Disney Afternoon Collection with like the uh, the Chippendale games and all that kind of stuff in there. Remember that? That was super cool. Dan, you didn't you didn't know about that collection, Dan? Is that what I you're know, about to tell I didn't me? know about the collection. Oh no. my god, yeah, it came out a couple years ago. Huh? Yeah, man, I've been slacking. Uh, Snake Man stage. Surprised we haven't played that one from Mega Man 3 before. We've, we've hit most of the stages and the bosses now from uh, from Mega we Man have. 3. I think this is one of the final ones that uh, that you were able to pick from. <laughs> but it just, it's so nice getting to hear that 8-bit sound because Mega Man 3 really does do it best. Mega Man 3 is the one with the best opening uh, line. I totally tried to steal it again, but of course we played it because it's the best. Without question. Yeah, the, the title theme to Mega Man 3 is incredible. Without question. Uh, Dan, you have one more track for us, though, and I'm really excited to get this this one. It's seven and a half minutes long, but it's I, I really do think it might be the most beautiful thing we hear on the show today. Well, I appreciate that, especially considering it's Destiny related. <laughs> <laughs> not, not now I will say I don't like the game that much, but I do know that its soundtracks are just top of the line, man. They're, they're so good. They really are, and I felt like, didn't we have a conversation about how we just would listen to title screens, and I think I oh, brought yeah. this up? Oh, yeah, we literally just talked about it yeah, um, right. at the end of, like, last week's Max Level, or this week's Max Level. We were talking about uh, Xenoblade Chronicles Definitive Edition soon, yes, and how that's amazing right. that title screen is, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, this is a game where I could just, yeah, there's so many good uh, soundtracks for this, but uh, the one that I picked was probably from one of the most, uh, I don't know, emotional things for me uh, with, when it comes to video games. It was uh, Destiny 2 uh, Forsaken when that dropped, and uh, it's it's called The Man They Called Cade. It's about him, spoiler alert, uh, being killed. Um, well, I mean, it was in the trailers, come on. True, <laughs> it, exactly. It was in the trailers! It's and that's and that's what I wish they didn't kill him in the game they killed him in the trailer yeah I wish we wouldn't have known about that I think it really would have like really gut punched you if you would have been just watching that because I remember still watching it and kind of you knew it was coming and and getting goosebumps and just really getting drawn into it and the 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 song that they play for this just hits it just perfectly and it just probably listening to this is man it's going to bring it back a little bit you know I mean it's let's check it out then this yeah, is the man they called Cade from Destiny 2 Forsaken.
And that was The Man They Called Cade from Destiny 2 Forsaken. Uh, that was released on September 4th, 2018 uh, by composers Michael Salva- Salvatore and Sky Lewin. What a incredible track. Oh my God. One of the, <laughs> one of the greatest Italian composers of all time. Michael Salvatore. <laughs> Bungie through and through, man. He is, he is so good though. And him and, uh, him and Martin O'Donnell, man, what, what they've done for those Bungie releases, just so good. Yeah. Like I said, it, it just, it takes me back. I can just visualize the scene and everything. And it just, it makes me want to drop, uh, jump into, uh, some destiny Two right now. Yeah, you haven't played in uh, almost half a year. I know. It's sad to say. Sad to say. You got the, the pyramids, Dan. They're coming this fall. <laughs> <laughs> got to jump back in. I got to. I do. I got to dust it off, get back into it. Maybe I'll stream a little bit of it. It uh, it, it still blows my mind that they, they decided to kill off such a major character like that in a trailer. And then just have it exactly play out again in the game. That made zero sense. I agree. That is one thing. I Again, I wish they could have gone back and, and changed. I would have liked to have never known that that was happening. You know, maybe kind of give us like a little whatever. But don't. Yeah, don't tell us it's happening. Like, you know, let, let us know something maybe is going on. But don't show us he's dead. <laughs> Correct. Exactly. Because yeah. then, you know, like because during the scene, like you're watching him like. Uh, you just know what's gonna <laughs> yeah, you know, you're seeing him fight back and you're like, holy shit, this would have been so much cooler if I if I wouldn't have known he was dying, you know? Yeah. But you were like, yeah, he's going to die after all this. It's so crazy. That was a freaking boneheaded decision by Bungie. And, and one of many that they made, but hopefully uh, hopefully now that they've split from Activision, things will we'll get better with this update this fall. Yeah, this will be their defining moment. Yeah. Yeah, this this is going to man, this this could be the turning point for Destiny if they if they pull it off right, man. They they could pull me back in because Bungie are, you know, and it's an amazing studio and they're incredibly talented. They know exactly what they're doing, but they just the game has never appealed to me that much. But with with the right fine tuning and the right additions could be a great game for me even. And I know it's already a great game for you, but for me, it could be great as well. Someone that loves MMOs and raiding and all that kind of stuff like we talked about earlier with uh, with Warcraft. So, uh, you know, I, I could easily be pulled into this game. If it was you fun. suck, Ryan. Get good. <laughs> No, man, no. <laughs> but uh, I'm going to jump to a PlayStation 4 game now. I think I'm actually closing out with uh, with two PS4 games because it is the most representation I have on my shelf. And I'm going to a very, very early PlayStation 4 game. One that potentially may be getting a sequel here, uh, maybe relatively soon. From The Order 1886. This is the edge of sanity.
And that was The Edge of Sanity from The Order 1886. That was composed by the amazing Jason Graves. Came out February 20th, 2015 on the PS4. Uh, dude, Jason Graves did so many cool things in the industry so far. You know, on the Dead Space franchise, Far Cry, The Order 1886, Until Dawn, uh, doing the uh, upcoming Man of Medan. Or no, sorry, Man of Medan was last year. And I think he's on this year's, what is it called? Little Hope or something, I think it is. I don't know exactly what it's called. But he's also did the uh, Resistance games and stuff. Dude, He's just been everywhere and his music is is really iconic. I love the strings in that track, dude. It is so good. And wait, Frank, you and I, that's something we talk about a lot. The cello, the violin. We're suckers just, for that. Yeah, how, how amazing those those sounds are. But uh, Jason Graves used them masterfully in, in this particular track. And it's unfortunate that The Order 1886 was such a short game plagued by so many issues. Because it did have a lot of potential. And Ready at Dawn, like I said, there, there have been some rumors lately that uh, they're working on a sequel to this game outside of the Sony umbrella. So I'm excited to see if they can continue this IP and if they can make it better because it had such an interesting concept and it did have some fun gameplay at times and it did leave off on a cliffhanger. So they clearly wanted to continue it and and do something else. So I I really hope they get the chance to. And uh, if they do, I'd love to see Jason Graves come back because I think he did a great job composing the soundtrack to this game. Was that a was that a uh, a PS4? Yeah, it was PS4. Release? Close to it. It was supposed to come out on release, okay. but it got it got delayed shortly before the uh, PS4 released in November. It okay. uh, ended up getting delayed all the way to February 20th, 2015, though. So it did get delayed by like over a year. <laughs> that and uh, that and Infamous were supposed to be like launch day, launch window games. And Infamous ended up making launch window. It didn't make launch day. I think that came out in like March or April of 2014. That's right. Yep. And then the order ended up getting bumped all the way to February of 2015. But it's like I said, it had a lot of potential. And I and I do think this could be a series for Ready at Dawn if they could just clean it up a little bit. Brian here from Level Down Games. Did you know we do more than just audio podcasts? Our main home on the internet, leveldowngames.com, hosts all of our content and grows bigger every day. Whether it's an in-depth review for a new release game, a news article, an editorial piece, a reaction video, or a new podcast episode, you can be sure to find all of this and more when visiting leveldowngames.com. With your continued support of us by visiting the website and either downloading or streaming the shows weekly, our goal of turning this passion project into a legitimate outlet is closer to our reach than ever before. Remember, that's leveldowngames.com. We'll see you there. My next track is going to come from a game on the Nintendo Switch called The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. Um, Not many people have bought this game, so I recommend you probably go do that. (laughs) This is... If you can find a Switch, na-na-na-boo-boo, I got one you don't. Uh, This is the Va Meadow Shrine Bay.
and that was the Va Meadow Shrine B from Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild, which came out March 3rd, 2017, composed by Yasuaki Iwata. It's uh, too bad we're not going to be playing Breath of the Wild 2 this year anymore. <laughs> oh, well, thanks a lot, yeah, COVID. That, that's a bummer. Yeah, that was, uh, Dan, one of your predictions earlier this year on the old looking through the crystal ball episode of Max Level. <laughs> yep, go ahead and mark that one not true. Mark that true. one false, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you, ne- it, you never know, maybe Christmas. It was wishful thinking. It was definitely wishful thinking. But the cool thing is, is that I assume we're going to get something Zelda related this year. Because as we've talked about before on BG Mania, when playing Zelda music, there's usually always something Zelda related every single year. Last year, we had... Cadence of Hyrule plus um uh, uh Link's, what, thank you. Uh, Link's Link's what I was gonna say, what the hell was it called? Link's Awakening, the remake. So there should be something else, whether it's you know just like a, a bundle pack of the Wind Waker and Twilight Princess ported over from the from the Wii U, or maybe they are gonna surprise us with some Skyward Sword HD. I don't know, but there should be something Zelda related, unless COVID has the just completely screwed everything. HD. The Wand of Gamble on HD is a possibility. Maybe they'll do a CDI compilation pack. <laughs> Uh, like I said, COVID might have uh, thrown a wrench into those plans. So we might not get anything Zelda this year, but we do know at least we assume because of all the venture beat rumors and uh, posts. But uh, that Mario 35th anniversary stuff like the Super Mario 64, Super Mario Sunshine, Mario Galaxy being brought to the Switch. Uh, that's going to be super freaking cool. And I'll be picking all those up again. <laughs> yeah, me too. I will play through all of those again. And, uh, you know, I've kind of been getting the itch to play through Breath of the Wild again. I really have. Uh, I've been kind of thinking about going back to it sometime this year. I never did play the Champion's Ballad DLC, so... Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, and, and I do own it, so I don't know. Maybe I'll jump in and just maybe mess around with the DLC, but I know when I do that, uh, I'm going to get sucked back into the game, and I might end up just playing through it again. And a lot of that can be attributed to the soundtrack, dude. It's such a different type of soundtrack than what we normally hear in The Legend of Zelda. You know, it's more, I don't know, like... I, I don't want to it's it doesn't use the traditional Zelda sounds, the traditional Zelda music. It's more like open uh, because the game is more open world and they didn't. It doesn't sound like any other Zelda game. It sounds more oriental at times, hmm. but it works yeah. out so well for the actual game and the, the way that it was done and the way that you actually like can move through the world. The music just dude, it lended so much to it. It was a really, really, really cool blend of stuff. But um, unfortunately, we're almost to the end of the show. It's been a blast celebrating 150 episodes. Listen to some amazing music, man. We didn't really have a bad track on the episode, and we had some heavy hitters and some things that I'm surprised we've not played before. Uh, We're going to close out with two more tracks, one from me, one from Frank. And I'm going to a game, Dan, that I kind of want you to play. And maybe it's already on your list. Maybe it isn't. But I'm hoping after listening to this, it will be on your list. And one of the other staples for me here on BG Mania. You know, I got my World of Warcraft in here. I got a lot of things that uh, that that I'm that I'm known for bringing to the show, but I haven't brought a sentimental track yet. <laughs> so I have a sentimental pick from Detroit Become Human. The name of this track is By Firelight.
And that was By Firelight from Detroit Become Human. It came out on PS4 here May 25th, 2018. That was actually worldwide. And I've got three composers, Philip Shepard, Nima Ficara, and John Paisano. Paisano. What's that mean in Italian, Frank? Paisano. <laughs> I know Friend. it means something in Italian, right? Friend. Friend? Okay. <laughs> John Paisano. <laughs> I just remember from the uh, Super Mario Brothers Super Show. <laughs> Oh, man. <laughs> With Captain Lou Albano. Exactly. <laughs> uh, Detroit Become Human. We were actually chatting about it while listening to the track. Dan reminded me that it was a PlayStation Plus game back in July 2019. So, Dan, I'm really, really hopeful that you're going to sit down and stream this someday. I would watch you from start to finish on this one because I love Detroit Become Human. I think it's an incredible game. It's Quantic Dreams' best game to date. It has an incredible soundtrack, incredible characters, incredible story the choices that you actually are making are are meaningful and actually impact the story in ways that uh, kind of took me by surprise uh it was one of the last games i personally streamed on twitch as well and uh i had so much fun doing it i, I would love to watch you do this one hmm, yeah i'll uh, pencil that i'll get through these uncharted do uh horizon horizon on, you've got you've got so yeah, many games I know, it's really starting and to stack up man what's hilarious is that they're all like sony first party games <laughs> they are you're absolutely right <laughs> stuff that you missed out on. You got to get all this done before Ghost of Tsushima comes yeah. out on July 17th. What about Last of Us 2? Oh, yeah, on uh, June I mean, 19th. Yeah, I got a you month. Got a month. You got a Jesus. month. Jesus. Tell the wife I'm quitting my job. to get, stop playing Warzone right now and <sighs> get back on Uncharted 2 and go to 3 and 4 and just stop playing these stupid shooters. <laughs> oh, but man. how, like, dude, that's so emotional. The violin it's, it's such oh, yeah. an incredibly sad track. And because you are going to play this game, I don't want to tell you anything about what's going on. So I'm not even going to really talk about it because a lot of what's fun about Detroit Become Human is experiencing these impactful stuff on your own, as it should be. So okay. I don't want to ruin things for you. You play as a robot detective? Valentine. Detroit Become Human does involve androids. I think that's pretty well known. Yeah. <laughs> you are but, a synth. Exactly. But dude, it's such a beautiful game with an incredibly powerful soundtrack. And we've only played like one other track from this game before on the show, and it was something that Frank picked. And I think it was even like a licensed track from the game, like uh, from their licensed soundtrack. We haven't even played anything from like their original soundtrack yet, so this might be the first time we're doing that. And uh, it's crazy because I really do love this game. It's it's something that I will always keep a physical copy of because I, I just enjoy it that much. Just join the digital revolution like everybody else, Brian. Come on. Well, most of my things are digital. That's why I couldn't pick from a lot of my favorite games <laughs> like stuff that I want to pick from kidding. that we actually uh, that we actually still own uh, so that's why I think we will do like a digital episode in the future because we, we have some amazing things uh, digitally as well that we could definitely pick from oh wow we're at the end of the episode Brian breaks end, my heart. Of, end of this 150th episode extended episode we had a Jessica block earlier Dan's been here the entire time he's Hell been yeah. talking more than you Frank <laughs> <laughs> well, my, your damn my audio has been so horrible. messed up <laughs> Between your audio, your your uh, badass internet, and your checkers dinner. Hopefully, exactly. Yes. You, you probably took a crap in, during this episode more times than I've ever seen you take a crap in your life. And uh, well, I, you know, th th there goes the checkers endorsement for. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry, man. rallies. I'm sorry, rallies. Yeah, it's rallies here in Ohio. It's not checkers. Yeah. <laughs> 
Oh man, it's been so much fun, and uh, we have one track to close out with that I'm I'm really excited to play. Frank, what did you uh, pick for us? Well, I figured it's a good way to go out uh, with the Last Guardian, uh, the sequel to Eco, and uh, and Channel of the Classes. You're Thank welcome. you. <laughs> Not really a sequel per se, but it's the same studio and in like done in the same style. But these games literally have nothing to do with one another. They do. It just, you just don't realize it, Brian. You just don't realize. We haven't realized it yet. It'll all tie together in Gen Design's next game. <laughs> when, when you actually collect all the secret coins uh-huh. in Shadow of the Colossus, that's when it's all revealed to you. Gotcha. Because there are coins, but yeah. I'm pretty sure someone's already done that and it wasn't wasn't tied together. Yeah, well, we don't know. We have no idea. No one knows. <laughs> uh, but yeah, this was uh, this came out December 6th, uh, December 6th, 2016, composed by Takeshi Furuaka, uh, and it won that year's IGN uh, for Best Original music isn't it crazy that he's like never done anything he's done this and he worked on goldeneye 007 in 2010 wow the remake of that yeah yeah the the remake not not the original the remake from uh from eurocom and activision (laughs) that terrible remake that was not good (laughs) he did that and then he did the uh quite incredible soundtrack to the last guardian yes the last guardian had several issues when it came out It, it had control issues, some graphical issues, but the story was so powerful, was so emotional, kind of like I just talked about Detroit Become Human, and the soundtrack was was really, really freaking good. I liked it. It was a good game. Uh, that's why it's on Frank's shelf. Right next to Agony. <laughs> Yeah, you tried to pick from Agony, the uh, the worst game in this console generation, and uh, the only two tracks you like we've already played, so. <laughs> yeah, even yeah, those, those weren't even my best picks. Um, <laughs> exactly. But, uh, wow, dude, it, it, it sucks we're already at the end of the episode. Dan, thank you so it nice, much it was nice having Dan along. to have you on here. Yeah, it's been so much fun having you on the episode. Yeah, thanks for having me. I've been able to add a few other games to my list, and, uh, yeah, I'm glad that I kind of relive some Destiny playing that uh Cade yeah song. but I know I uh I know I kind of promote your stuff for you at the end of every BG Mania but since you're here this time uh why don't you go ahead and tell everybody where they can find you and, and check out more of your stuff because you are live pretty much almost every day <laughs> yeah uh, I did take a rare night off but that's because I wanted to go to bed early um but yeah you can find me over at twitch.tv forward slash crazed 11 k-r-a-i-z-d-1-1 uh right now I've been streaming a lot of Warzone Brian gives me a lot of shit for it but uh, I'm gonna be doing some Uncharted I'm gonna be doing uh some Horizon Zone Zero uh added Detroit Become Human will be after that so like he said a lot of a Sony uh first party exclusives so excited to do that and then I I just started posting uh stuff to a YouTube channel uh for G Fuel working on trying to get that G Fuel sponsorship yeah <laughs> Uh, so yeah, if uh, if you're on the fence about G Fuel, want to learn more about it, I got a few uh, videos. Uh, just uh, I guess I don't, I really don't know how does YouTube work. Just Crazed Eleven, you can search me. Yeah, and eventually once you have uh, once you get over like I think it's 100 subscribers, you can make it YouTube.com/slash Crazed Eleven. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So go. But you need you uh, need to build up those subs on YouTube first. Yes, exactly. So please, if so you let's like make I it said, happen. Yes. Push yes, to a thousand. Please, yes, please, push to a please thousand. do that. <laughs> yeah, push to. Oh man, I wish. But yeah, please uh, go drop a follow uh yeah and tell me what you think 
Yeah, and you can also find him uh, every Monday morning on the Max Level Podcast with uh, myself, Sean, Kyle, and uh, maybe one day Frank again. And uh, one, day. one day. And then obviously uh, you can find him over at leveldowngames.com as well. So yeah, do that. But unfortunately, that is going to bring us to the close of the show this week. We want to thank you for sticking with us and listening to another episode of BG Mania made possible by leveldowngames.com. Don't forget to submit tracks, ideas, and requests for future episodes to bgmania at leveldowngames.com. Regardless of the podcast service you're listening through, be sure to show your support by leaving a rating and a review, especially if you're listening through Apple Podcasts. We'd also be grateful if you could drop it over to our YouTube channel. That's youtube.com forward slash leveldowngames. Subscribe to us there, and if you haven't already, while you're at it, hit up twitch.tv forward slash leveldowngames and click that follow button. We are building a new PC soon, and uh, I am jumping back into the uh, streaming scene with Streamer Dan, so uh, yes. yeah, you'll have to make sure you're following us over on Twitch if you have yet to do that for when I do go live. Uh, we're hoping to get that PC built either later in June or July, so uh, relatively soon. A full level down game stream reverse? It's gonna be great. Yeah, we're almost there. We just gotta get Frank now and uh, get, get Kyle back into streaming and we'll be good to go. Maybe Sean will play some games besides Sid Meier Pirates. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, do some, I'll, I'll do some just chatting. Exactly. Yeah, nobody wants go. to see that. Stalking us, on, stalking us on social media. Don't put that in anybody's <laughs> brains. It's perfectly suitable. <laughs> Twitter, Instagram, Facebook would be the place to do so. Check that description box for the appropriate links. And in that description box, you will find a link to our Discord server. Click it, join it, and interact with us. Next week on the show, it's the end of the month, which can only mean it's time for another edition of Radio Hour, this time Volume 35. For those that are just joining us, Radio Hour is an eclectic mix of music. You'll have five picks from me, five picks from Frank, one from Jessica, and one from you guys, the listener. Taking us out of this episode once again, we have the Victorious, that's what it's called, Victorious, from The Last Guardian, and that was composed by who, did you say? Takeshi Furukawa. There you go. Keep the music playing and keep it loud.